Great. Now, there we go. Praise the Lord. We're glad to be in the house of God today. Thank you for being with us, those that are in-house and those that have joined us on live feed. Uh, we've got several that are out sick, uh, some that are on the road traveling. We want to continue to be praying for them. You might have a prayer request. If you're in-house, let it be known by lifting your hand. If you're on our live feed, if you would text, text any prayer requests or praise reports to the number listed on the screen, we want to join with you and partner in prayer and also rejoice at those prayer requests. Amen. Let's all stand, those that are in-house. Let's stand. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. I'm believing that God is going to move today. Amen. I believe that God is going to break chains. I believe God is going to is going to make things different in people's lives. If I come to the house of God and I don't leave a different way, and I'm not talking about the doors out front, come in one and go out the other. I'm not talking about that. I need to have something changed in my life. Amen. I need God to do something today. I don't know about you, but I've come to receive from God today. Amen. Let's bow our heads and let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you again today, I want to thank you. Thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for this great and wonderful opportunity that you've allowed us to come into your house to worship you today. Father, you've heard the request that's been given over the course of this last week. You've heard the needs and you've heard the situations. And Father, I lay them all down at your feet and ask you to move in a mighty way today. Open the windows of heaven and pour out an anointing and a blessing upon our service today from the singing to the preaching of your word. Father, I pray that you would move in a mighty way today. And God, I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' precious and holy and righteous name we pray. And all of God's children said, Amen and Amen. Would you give God a great hand clap of praise this morning and let's worship today. Amen.
great this morning? Isn't he strong? Isn't he our healer? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
for his shed blood. Where would we be without it?
glad that his blood is enough? Aren't you glad that his blood is enough? Amen. Just take about 10, 15 seconds. Would you stand those that can? Would you just lift your hands and just thank him? His blood is enough. This renewing is a shelter. It's, a pres it's preserving. It's healing for our bodies, our spiritual bodies. Amen. It's more than enough. Just give God a praise this morning. Just take another five seconds. Would you just give God praise for what He's doing in our lives? Would you just take another four seconds and just give God praise and thank Him? Just thank Him for what He's done in our lives. Just lift your hands and just thank Him. Another three seconds and just thank Him. Aren't you glad that He's more than enough? Glory be to God. clap to praise today. Let's worship Him. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, praise team. Glory be to God. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being in the presence of God with us today. Amen. We appreciate you being here, whether in-house or on live feed. 
Thank you so much for joining with us and being a part of what God is doing around Coosa Valley. Amen? Amen? Come on, amen. Thank you again for being here. I know that we've got several that are out sick. We've got some that are on the road. We've got some that uh, are in-house that hasn't been in-house in quite some time. I'm not going to mention any names. I'll just look at them. <clears throat> Trying to look away and not look at me, uh-huh. But again, we thank you for being here with us today, amen? God is good, ain't he? Amen, all the time, and God is good. Amen. If you have your Bibles, if you will, turn with us to 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14. As you're turning there, we're going to continue to be talking about are you willing to get into a spiritual fight? Are you willing to get into a spiritual fight? Before we get started, just as we did Wednesday night, uh, those, those that are on our live feed, uh, if you've not already done so, there is a uh, poll on our website, cvcog.church. It's halfway, it's a little bit going down the page. Uh, be sure to take that in-house live feed a like. If you're watching, if you ever watch on our live feed at any time, I need you to take that poll. I need you to look at that, answer those questions. We're making some changes with some things. We need to make sure that we accommodate all of our live feed congregation. Amen? So thank you for doing that. You know, I've heard many stories that many times I've heard growing up, I've heard as a pastor, I've sat with families and their child would get into a fight at school. And I'm talking about knock down, drag out, fight. And one of the questions that has always come up during all of those times is the question was, why? Why? And I've heard it sometimes. I've heard it said, well, you know, they just looked at me the wrong way. Or they started talking to the girl that I was talking to, or they started talking to the boy I was talking to, and, you know, all these things. But I've also heard, well, I was taking up for somebody else or I was defending myself. While I do not condone fighting, I am not opposed to taking up for yourself. Now, parents, I did not tell your kids it's okay to go start a fist fight at school. <clears throat> My daughter especially. Oh, wait a minute. She better not get in a fist fight with her principal. I would win. No, I'm just kidding. But you, know, but you see the point. You see, you see what, what's going on here. A lot of times, and look, even, even as adults, look, as adults, I don't condone anybody just getting a knockdown, drag out fight, but I do not, am not opposed to defending somebody. Amen? Is everybody with me? Brother Andy is preaching on fighting. Actually, I am. I am preaching on a spiritual warfare, and my question is, are you ready to get into a spiritual fight? Hello? Too many times people will quote this verse, 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15. Do not be dismayed 
One, one, one ahead. There you go. No. Other way. There. Right there. Don't move. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, now remember last Sunday we talked about the tomorrow, right? We talked about how that we've got to spend today in preparing ourselves, getting a hold of God. We've got to be praying. We've got to get on our our, we've got to go to get on the garment of praise. We've got to get on our spiritual, uh, spiritual clothing. Hello? We've got to get our armor on. But tomorrow, go out against them. And everybody always quotes this last part. The Lord is going to be with you. Then go forward. We also see that people will talk about how the, the battle... Yeah. I don't know where you're at, but this is where I'm going to be. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the battle is not yours, but it is God's. What we've got to understand is there's a time in our lives that, yes, we need to turn, at all times, we need to turn the battle over to God, but we also have got to understand that God is wanting us, wanting to know, are we willing to get into the spiritual fight as well? I did not tell anybody to tell y'all. Listen, somebody sent me an act, a clip yesterday of an actual church and the pastor actually pulls out his AR-15 during service. He uses it during his sermon. I am not pulling out my pistol or my other pistol or a rifle or a shotgun and I am not wearing a crown on my head of bullets. Y'all, I had to... I had to look it up. This is a true thing, y'all. I'm like, what? I did, I, look, I'm not talking in the physical realm. I'm talking about spiritually speaking, folks. Hello? But we've got too many church folks, we've got too many Christians that want to sit back and they don't want to get into the spiritual warfare. What do I mean? Getting a hold of God in prayer. Hello? Fasting. I don't want to ask the question. I don't want nobody to raise their hand. When's the last time you fasted? Don't nobody raise your hand. Come on. Fasting is a part of that spiritual warfare. I had a guy tell me that he fasts three times a week. He, now look, y'all listen to me just a second. I did not say he did or he didn't. But let me just tell you, he did not look like he had fasted three times a week for the last month. Because I promise you, are y'all with me? Listen, church, what we've got to understand is fasting is more than pushing the plate away. It is crucifying the flesh. I got about two or three of you agreeing with me. Look, I like food. Come on. Hey, there you yeah, my Come on now. That's my buddy right there. I like to eat. But fasting is not about pushing a plate away, but it is about crucifying the flesh and telling the flesh, uh-uh, you're not in charge. God is in charge. Amen? And we need a church vote. We need churches. We need people to get a hold of God and prepare for a spiritual battle. Now, last Sunday, we talked about, 
Last Sunday we talked about, go, go to the first slide after, after 17. We talked about my word will give you power to demolish strongholds. I'm not going to go back through this one, but I do want to read you one more time the prayer declaration for this. Now church, I'm challenging you. Are you listening to me? Everybody listening to my, my scratchy old voice. Everybody looking at my ugly nose. Y'all listening to me on live feed. Listen, I'm challenging you to pray these prayers of declaration. Read these verses over your family, over your life, over our church throughout the week. The prayer declaration to demolish strongholds. Pray, look at, read it with me. God... I will use your word like a hammer to break down all of Satan's defensive borders. Your word will spread like a wildfire fire throughout the enemy's domain, burning up all his works of darkness. You want, you want strongholds broke down? Start reading these verses. These verses suck. Psalms 119 and 104, Jeremiah 23 and 29. Pray this prayer over your life and watch God work. Now look, if this is how you do it, go back to that prayer declaration. If this is how you're going to do it, it ain't going to work. Do y'all hear me? Oh God. I will use your word like a powerful sword. Oh, never mind, hammer to break down all of the defensive walls. Oh, I mean, board. Look, you're not paying attention and you're not really meaning it. God is wanting to know, do you mean it? Hello? We've got to mean what we're reading out of the Word of God. We've got to mean what we're getting a hold of God about. Amen? Too many in the church world don't mean business with God. Why? Because it brings them out of their comfort zone. Look, church, before we get into this morning, let me tell you something. You know where my comfort zone's at? Laying on that couch, laying in that recliner, Taking a nap. My daughter has her hands in the air. She enjoys that too. But there's times that we got to get out of our comfort zone and do something, right? The bills don't get paid if all we do is stay in our comfort zone. Come on. The yard don't get cut if all we do is stay in our comfort zone. The trash don't get taken out of the house if all we do is stay in our comfort zone. It's time, spiritually speaking, that people get out of our comfort zone. Come on now. I got about two or three with me. Oh my, Lord and mercy, help me out. Let's go on to the next one. Next couple of weeks, this is what it's going to be. Come on now. I believe that we need to we need to get prepared for a spiritual battle. We're in the middle of spiritual warfare, and it's time we start get doing something about it. Brother Andy, I am so mad at the devil for all these. Well, then do something about it. 
The devil's taking my finances. Then do something about it. The devil has me bound down. Do something about it. Come on, church. We cannot walk around in fear. We've got to walk around in the faith that we have in God. Amen? I've got... Don't, come on, come on. Give me back to my... I've got the faith that God is going to break through demonic opposition. The devil don't like you. Come on. He's going to throw opposition your way. He's going to throw stumbling blocks in your way. He's going to cause, try to cause you to stumble and fall. He's going to try to trip you up. But God can break through the demonic opposition that's being thrown at you. Brother Andy, that's not biblical. First, chap, first verse. Look at this. The first verse is, is in, Matt, in Psalms 144 and verse 1. Y'all listen to this. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call on me. I, God says call on him and he will answer. And he'll tell you the great and hidden things that are unknown. Let me tell you something. God wants you to overcome opposition that the devil is throwing your way. I told you last Sunday, if the devil's coming against you, that's a good thing. Oh, Brother Andy, I don't want the devil to come against me. Oh, you know what? If the devil's leaving you alone, then that means he's got you. Come on now, church. Brother Andy, you don't need to be preaching like this. Look, we need to be preparing for battle. We need to look, lace, lace up our bootstrings. We need to tighten up our belt. And we need to go into a spiritual warfare. Why? How many has lost loved ones? Are you willing to let them go? Come on, come on, church. Look, if I don't get somebody wound up, I don't know what does. You've got kids, you've got grandkids, you've got parents, you've got brothers and sisters, you've got cousins, you've got aunts and uncles, you've got a next-door neighbor, that if they was to die today, they're going to hell. Does that not encourage us to lace up and get ready for our spiritual warfare? Brother Andy, what, 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 what can I... When's the last time you prayed for them? Mm, don't answer that. Come on, church. How many... I don't, don't answer this one either. How many woke up, this, woke up this morning and really wanted to stay home? Don't answer it. Let me tell you something. There is, a demo, there is an oppression. I did not say possession. Did y'all hear, hear the difference there? The one's got a P, one's got an O. Y'all hearing me? There is a, a spiritual oppression that comes against Christians to get us to get a case of laziitis. Hello? Hello? 
What we've got to do is we've got to get a hold of God and pray against the opposition that comes against God's people. Come on, church. Let's go on. Through your prayers to God, God's power can flow. Don't forget the Word of God. The Word of God is your sword, your shield, your strength, your faith building. The Word of God is everything in your life. Nobody agrees with me. Come on now. The Word of God is everything needed in your life. You can find answers in the Word of God. Come on now. The prayer, let's, let's, let's go ahead and read this prayer declaration. The prayer declaration for this, I praise my Lord who is my rock. He trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. He is my loving God, my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield, in whom I take refuge. When the opposition, when demonic oppression is coming your way, it's time to take refuge in God. Come on. How many when it starts raining outside, you just stand there and, well, I wished I wouldn't get wet. Does anybody do that? We got an umbrella. Or we stay inside. I don't like going out in the rain. It messes up my hair. Makes it all frizzy and sticks up everywhere. It poofs out like this. Church, when the devil is trying to come against you, don't just stand there and take it. I'm going to say that one again. When the devil is coming against you, don't just stand there and take it. It's time to go to the refuge which is in God. Come on now. It's time to get a hold of God. Let's, go to, let's, let's, let's do one more. This one's a good one. I got, y'all, we got several of these. We got several of them that we're going to go through. Let's remind, let God remind you of who you are. <laughs> it's time to remember who you are. You're not, you're not defeated. Hi, <laughs> come on, church. You're not defeated. Take a look at Romans chapter 8, 16 and 17. Look at what it says. Romans 8, 16 and 17 says, The Spirit Himself bear, bear witness with our spirit. Look, this last week I was talking to somebody. I was talking to a gentleman that his uncle had just died. We sat there and we was talking. And he said, you have got to be a Pentecostal pastor. I didn't say a word. 
I said, how do you come to that conclusion? I wasn't arguing with him. I said, how did you come to that conclusion? He said, well, first of all, you got a preacher voice. Okay. He said, but second of all, just the way you are, you are a Pentecostal pastor. I said, well, yes, sir, actually, <laughs> actually I am. I did go on and tell him that some people think Pentecost is dead, but they ain't never met me. I'm telling you right now, God is very much alive. The Holy Spirit is very much alive. And Pentecost is alive and working in the church. Amen. How do we know the Spirit of God Himself bears witness? You not listen, church. I don't know if I'm going to go past this one verse this morning. Y'all know where we're picking up next Sunday? Church, you've got to understand. You've got to know. You've got to realize that if you're not in the Word, hello? You're not in this word. You're not reading the word for yourself. You're not digging into the word yourself. You're not growing in God. Somebody can come and preach and teach to you some false doctrine and you're just going to fall for it because you're not standing on the word of God. How do I know when somebody is a false prophet and a false teacher? If you're in the word of God and the spirit of God lives in you, the spirit will bear witness. Hello? It's like, the, it's like the hair on the back of your heads is going to stand up. You're going to know that it ain't from God. You're going to know that things are with God. That things are right with God. You're going to know that that person, uh, he's falling off the banana boat. We was in a church service one time and we'd been sitting there. I went with, went with some other folks. They said that this evangelist was just awesome and wonderful and great and you just need to go and be a part of this. So I go and the singing was great and wonderful and that was good. And, but do y'all know that singing's not everything? Nobody agrees with me. Did you know that singing's not everything about church? Come on. I love praise and worship. I love it when they come up here and they start singing these songs about lifting our name, lifting God's name on high. I love it when they start singing about lifting up our holy lifting up our hands in the sanctuary and giving God praise. I love it when we start talking about the blood of Jesus is enough. But did you know that that's not enough? We've got to get into the word of God. Amen. Now, don't misunderstand me. We get up here and they start leading some praise and worship songs and, and we don't get preaching. I'm okay with that too. But you can't do that all the time. We got to have preaching. And y'all know I like... Never mind. But we're sitting in that service and, the, and the praise and worship was just awesome and it was just great. And then the evangelist got up to start preaching. And, and part of my eyebrow went up. And then the other part of my eyebrow went up. And then I caught my head sideways. And then I crossed my arms. 
And I'm sitting here looking, I'm like, huh? I kept thinking, what Bible are they reading? The whole time, their spirit did not bear witness to my spirit. Now, the praise and worship was awesome. Everybody's on their feet. Everybody's praising God. And as soon as the evangelist came up, they, you might as well throw a big five-gallon bucket of cold water on the fire pit. You, I wasn't the only one that could tell it. Everybody could tell it. Then we moved to the altar service. This evangelist wanted to pray for everybody in the sanctuary. Well, I happened to be sitting like right in this area here, you know, but near the middle aisle. It was right over here. I was sitting near the middle aisle. And why did they point to me first? I go up. I, I wasn't going to be ugly or anything. I go up and they start, quote, telling words of wisdom, encouragement or something over my life. And, and I just and they said, can I pray for you? I said, no, thank you. Thank you very much. I receive your words and I'm just going to go sit back down. What the person told me did not line up with anything that God has ever revealed in my life. My spirit bore witness that that was not of God. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because church, in the day and time that we're living in, you better have your spiritual antennas at ready to listen and hear because it's everywhere. It's not just in the building, but it's now on, on all avenues, radio, TV, internet. It's everywhere. You better be careful what you're listening to. Because in the day and time that we're in, the Bible says even the very elect can be fooled. Church, we are in a spiritual warfare. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit. And if it is connected then we together are children of God. Do you know what I like about being around children of God? We can hold each other up in prayer. We can encourage one another. We can lift one another up. We can pray one for another. I'm telling you, church, it's time to get a hold of the hand of God. Do not let go. We're in a spiritual battle. Would you stand all over the house this morning? Let me remind you who you are. You are a child of God. Hello? You're a child of God. You're not defeated. You're victorious. You're an overcomer. Oh, I'm just a poor, poor old person. No, you're rich beyond compare. Why? Because my father has the cattle of a thousand hill, the streets of gold, the gates of pearl. My father owns it all. Hello? I am a child of God. There's a song that says, I'm a poor, poor rich man. Let me tell you something, church. 
I may not have the best that money can buy here on this earth, but I've got a home awaiting for me over yonder that's beyond all compare. I have got, listen, in order to be there, I have got to be in this spiritual warfare. I've got to hold on to God. I can't let go. The devil wants you to let go today, but I got to hold on. Amen? Would you bow your heads and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, as we come to you this day, I want to thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for this great opportunity that you've allowed us to come into your house and worship you. Father, I pray today that as we've given forth your word, as you've given it to us, I pray, Father God, that you will take this word, it be implanted into our hearts and our lives and let it grow and produce good fruit. Father, that you would get the glory and you would get the honor for everything that's accomplished. And God, it's all these things that we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Live feed, thank you so much for being with us. Join us back this afternoon at 5 o'clock as we continue our study in the book of Revelation. We continue to be praying one for another. Call each other's names out for prayer. Continue to hold each other up. May the good Lord bless you as our prayer. See you online this afternoon at 5 o'clock. May God bless you.